Welcome back to This Film Not Rated, a branch of the Music City Drive-In Podcast Network, where we do not rate movies we watched this week. We're here today to talk about Police Story. Curtis, what made you want to watch Police Story this week? Uh, well, I've been a, a pseudo-fan of Jackie Chan for a while. The only thing I really knew him from was the Jackie Chan Adventure TV show that played on, uh, what was it, WB? Uh, I've never seen Rush like, like Hour. never seen Rush Hour, never seen Shanghai Nights or, or anything like that. So this is like legitimately the first real Jackie Chan movie I've I've ever seen. Oh, so you set the bar as high as possible, and then well, that's subjective. You see, the thing is, uh, there's no objective truth to the quality of a movie, uh, and Curtis is going to try and prove us wrong yet again in the TFNR gauntlet. So. Uh, why don't I go ahead and jump into those questions and you'll get buzzed and try and be objective as long as you can. You know, that's the only rule we got. So okay. we're going to try and be objective about police story. So was the movie good or bad? Police story is... An almost nonstop, no, no holds bar action movie from start to finish. Uh, it starts off with this like 15 to 20 minute action uh, uh, sequence that goes from uh, like a, a, a pobble drug dealing town that mm-hmm. leads like directly into the bus chase scene. It, 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 you get the iconic uh, uh, bus sequence at the beginning of this that was. Uh, use that that was i i guess the uh, homage to in uh shang chi and legend of the ten rings mm-hmm. uh also it's basically the story of how jackie chan gave the middle finger to america after no one really cared about him here i don't know if that's right but I'm not going to buzz you yet. I'm just going to say it's more about how the Mer- America gave the middle finger to Jackie Chan and he wanted to prove himself. There we go. That's probably a better way to put it. Um, so what's the best scene in the movie? Mm. There's like... the, the scene that kind of first comes to my mind when you mentioned that is, uh, is the mall scene at the very end where it's, it's uh, Jackie Chan getting to put on display his his whole uh kind of slapstick uh slapstick uh martial arts kind of like dancing sequences is the best way that i can describe it and it, it's, it's him getting to show off his stunt team and what he can do uh-huh okay so uh what should be edited out of the movie it's tricky 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 because the editing in this is key to the choreography and everything so I can't think of a single thing that I would edit out or change editing wise. Who, what was the best performance? Mm. <laughs> uh, seeing as Jackie Chan is, is the lead role, he's the one that is front and center most of the time. So you're getting to see uh, his, his uh, acting range from beginning to end with the film tiptoeing man you don't get to see the whole range but you also kind of do but you also kind of nah okay what's your least favorite performance in the movie uh 
I know she's a famous actress in China, but the person who plays May, that character, she's 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 basically the person who who has to put up with 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 all of uh, Chen uh, Chen uh, uh crap, and you don't get to see much beyond that with her. All right, so here's what I'm thinking. When you talked about uh, the best scene in the movie, you talked a little bit about it showing off like a range of things. It was a little flirty with like talking about what the point of it was, which would be subjective, but not quite. Uh, When you talked about what should be cut from the movie, you gave like a safe answer where you can't think of one, which is fine. And when you talked about Jackie Chan, again, the whole getting to see his whole range of emo- uh, of like we're we're so dancing on that on the the edge of tipping over into it you just want to go ahead and buzz me <laughs> i don't i don't know because i think you're it's i think you're definitely going to get busted soon but <laughs> the the thing here is is the rationale you can back up you know objectively if you believe that that performance was your least favorite based on objectivity but the reasons you're giving for objectivity are kind of your take on it. So you kind of, you got to find one objective thing. And I think what you're kind of trying to say is she, she is there for a specific purpose rather than being more rounded the way that Jackie Chan is. But she also seems like she's supposed to be a lead. Something like that. Yeah. Seems like she's supposed to be a lead would have been subjective. So the fact that you said something along those lines also saved you from agreeing with me and being buzzed. <laughs> Goodness gracious. So, all right. Would this movie be the same or work if the main character switched genders? This may be subjective. I think culturally for, for China where it was filmed, it, it, it might have done something. Uh, I actually, eh. you know what? Um, yeah, go ahead. Would 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 it have changed everything? Uh, probably. Uh, mo- mo- most likely because the character of uh, Kakui is is uh kind of like the everyman character, but it's like specifically the everyman. It it it's showing his struggles from the viewpoint of a male in 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 Chinese society and not a female in Chinese society. Hard disagree. He is a, he is a very, in my opinion, very proud of his identity as a police officer. Uh, it's sort of like Emmett from the Lego Movie versus mm-hmm. Ash from Pokemon. You know, Ash isn't the everyman. Ash wants to be the very best, like no one ever was. You know, it's like really corny to say out loud, and I think that's that's kind of layered into the reason the movie was made. And I think that's all over the character. Okay. And I also think a lot of the beats of the story are about it being difficult for him to be an everyman because of his commitment to the force, like his, his willingness to help the one girl causes a misunderstanding between him and his actual girlfriend. And like, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, well, at least I'm out of the gauntlet. Now I don't have to be tiptoeing anymore. Yeah. So, um, uh yeah give the best quote from the movie i feel like that was i I can't think of any particular Mm, no i can't think of one either let's say for police story a punch and kick can be your favorite quote 
So what's your favorite move? Oh God. Uh, most of them come, come, come from that ending uh, mall scene. Uh, to be honest. Um, so like uh, if it's a move, there's this, uh, there's the scene like, like not long after, after the fighting starts in, in the mall uh, where he has multiple uh, enemies coming at him at once. Uh, and I, I, I don't know the exact sequences, but it ends with a double trip on the bottom where one of the uh, guys is, is spinning and flips into like this glass case. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Um, that's funny. You're mentioned you, you're, you seem to be a really big fan of the mall sequence and I I'm definitely a fan of the mall sequence, but it's funny. I think my two favorite scenes in the movie is when his girlfriend is storming out and he accidentally, you know, pulls the motorcycle out from under <laughs> her. Like, yeah, it's like horrible, but it's also, it's funny. The gender dynamics that are there. Like if he was mm-hmm. a female character, it, it would very much, it'd be like, it would be about that. Cause it seems so much like a boys club and that kind of thing. Like, um, mm-hmm. but the other favorite sequence in the movie has to be him walking into the police station. And. Oh, I think I know you're getting the at. guy hostage. Yeah, because okay. there is a very good, like hard hitting mix where everything seems to be just a little bit like funny and winking. And mm-hmm. that scene rides a line perfectly between that where like nobody's going to mess with him because of what's been built mm-hmm. up on his reputation off of the rest of the movie. And right. I don't know. It's just cool. Okay. Um, yeah, the, the, the mall sequence is definitely like a huge thing. Um, mm-hmm. so that, that, that move would be your, your best quote from the movie. I like that. So yes. what should be added to the movie? What's missing? Uh, to, uh, I mean, more, just, just, just more martial arts, just more, I, just I, be I, longer, just be longer or just have more, more sequences in, in, in involving it. I mean, that's, that's, that's really how, how Jackie Chan planned out this uh, movie is he had several sequences in mind that, that he wanted to do. He brought it up to the person who was helping him write the script, and that's how they formed. Just and that's how they them together. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it, like like he knew he wanted that that uh, that uh, that uh, drug dealing scene at at the beginning. He knew he wanted the uh, bus sequence, and he knew he wanted the, the mall sequence. Uh, at some point during the planning process, they realized they could have the bus sequence and the and the drug sequence like right next to each other and have one lead in, into the other. So they just had one long action sequence. Yeah. At, at the beginning. Uh, I, I love all the all the Buster Keaton, uh, Harold Lloyd, like like slapstick stuff that that he was very much that that, that very clearly a, a, a fan of and, and tried to emulate a lot of. He's very physical with his comedy. He really gets the the point. Edgar Wright talked about this a lot in the special feature for that. Mm-hmm. Um, that <laughs> he's he's defensive and vulnerable in a place where someone like Bruce Lee is offensive and untouchable even though they you know they everybody gets beat up uh everybody has their vulnerabilities but with jackie chan there's something endearing about his vulnerability yeah uh when another thing with the bruce when 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 bruce lee made a punch he was making a sound to exude power when jackie chan made 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 that sound it's because he hurt his hand yeah right and just like shaking his hand and yeah and that's like that was the big thing that 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 because that, that again I I grew up watching Jackie Chan Adventures and like I, I can't express how well they animated Jackie Chan's fighting style in Jackie Chan Adventures 
down to the props they they would use in the animated fight <laughs> fight sequences. Some of them very, very much taken from Police Story. Yeah. And then yeah. I think in the opening credits of that show, it shows him in live action, like go ooh with his hand. And yeah, it does. Yeah, so <laughs> it's funny. It's like a staple. But um, yeah, I, I one of the favorite things that is brought up across a lot of the background scenes for this is that the stage of choreography that shots are designed to play out a few beats of a stunt so that there's rhythm in the edit that's thought about beforehand. So it's not like they get coverage of the action and then find the edit in the editing room. They right. plan the sequence in, in edits. And that's something that carried forward into a lot of the martial arts work that Edgar Wright does in his stuff, even though he's not you know, like known for martial arts. But you can mm-hmm. see it across Baby Driver, The World's End, Scott Pilgrim, like, it's it's a very fluid and like relaxing enjoyable intensity <laughs> like yeah and yeah it's just the amount of, of of time it takes and the amount of trust you have to have in your crew to pull off the stunts that they they, they do like down down to split second um, perfect timing yes is is it's 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 quite un- unbelievable, and then like, like even to this day, when Jackie Chan makes a film, he 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 makes it a point of pride that he doesn't use C- CGI or special effects mm-hmm. to uh, do his sequences. It's 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 all practical. It's all smoke and mirrors in a way, uh, and it's like so it's so so cheap, but it looks real. I think is one of his quotes in like the other special feature where there's a it's like an hour long doc documentary about him and his stunt team, and it's like fascinating. So the ultimate story they ended up making, what was the point of it? <laughs> point? Yep. Um, like the story in the movie, not the story yeah, behind yeah. the movie. So the point of the story in the movie uh, is, is, is like uh, uh, Kakui makes the, the bust of his life uh, that gets taken away from him and he has to redeem himself by... Uh, so, finding and recatching the the, uh, the 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 one that got away. Redemption, redemption. Yeah, I think. Is okay, it. I can get that. I can get behind that. The um, it's the, it's there's it's kind of a simple sort of um. Oh, the police are all held by red tape, so I'm gonna have to go off the books in order to solve this case. It's it's kind of hilariously simple, where it's like if you translated it into an American movie, it would be such a uh, corny um, cliche. Yeah. Uh, and But with this, it's like a vehicle to to do so much stuff that it feels, it feels like the peak. It, it's funny. The next, the next question is, is there another movie that is better than this one for a similar experience? I don't think there is. I, I, I haven't seen every movie Jackie Chan's ever done, mm-hmm. but as soon as I finished this, I was like, I mean, there's there's Play Story two and three, which are going to have similar feels, but for a better experience, I don't think you're getting there. But what are what are you going to do? You know, <laughs> like what are you going to do? Yeah. that's going to make it this- feel more gripped, more real, more. You could maybe have a more polished like story written that would be enjoyable, but if anything, that's just going to wrap you up emotionally in something, so you're not having the same experience as this sort of lighter, more intense kind of thing. There's it's really mm-hmm any other just action movie built around something like this 
you know, at least for Jackie Chan, again, like you have your other martial artists, you have Bruce Lee, you have Jet Li, you have uh, Donnie Yen, you have like, I don't know, so many other people. Uh-huh. But none of them are Jackie Chan and no other Jackie Chan movie, as far as I know, can give you this experience. Again, the, the, the only other movie I've seen with Jackie Chan in it is uh, probably Forbidden Kingdom, mm. which he's great in. But it's also, I mean, that that's still Jackie Chan playing the Jackie Chan, because even in that one, he's not actively fighting. He's, he's always on the defensive with that one, too. Like even down to his opening scene where he's keeping his gourd away from the person who's trying to take it. Well, I've seen Drunken Master, and that's sort of the illusion that they're making in that. And Drunken Master is, kind of, is great, too. Mm-hmm. But the thing about Drunken Master is it's specific to a type of like the idea isn't just show off how much you can do with filmmaking the point of drunken master is to tell a story that is based around that sort of specific martial art and the growth of a character becoming someone who masters that martial art and then Mm -hmm. there's other things that fall into that so again you're not going to have the bus scene randomly at the tail end of something. It's not going to be as nonstop as this movie is. So it's not the same experience, even if you like it more. Right. Did you learn anything about making movies from watching this? Um, There's always more than one way to make a film. Uh, And and there's always more than one perspective or goal in that, in, in why you would make a film. So like the, like just police story itself has, has multiple goals in mind. One, it's, 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 it's a vehicle to, to show off Jackie Chan and the kind of uh, actor that he wants to be when he's make, making the films. It's also uh, the film that he made as, as a way to, to prove America wrong for, for rejecting him. It's, it's, it has a whole bunch of goals that I think it, it achieves for the most part. And, and that, and that, that, that's the big, big, big it's uh, i'm a a takeaway and i think jerison went over it last time where uh, even with the love monster one of the goals for that one was to get him off his butt and start making movies again Mm -hmm. so that that could be a that could be a a a a thing to learn about movie making that sometimes you just need to pick me a project which is kind of what police story is uh yeah see that's the thing so we talked about this a couple of times and you'll, you'll this information will be more fresh in your memory than mine where apparently what happened is Jackie Chan was successful uh, as a performer and in, in film in China prior to a transition to America, where he took mm-hmm. a shot at, I think, two feature films that both bombed horribly. Mm-hmm. And I know one was Cannonball Run. Yes. I don't, and The Protector, I want to say was the other one was. And he had to uh, go back to China. And so the situation there i feel like more than just like i feel like i'm in a slump and i need to rejuvenate myself was Mm -hmm. he gets you get caught up in the hollywood system people want Mm -hmm. things to work the way they want it to work they're not going to automatically assume you have the right answer on how to make things seem better than they used to be Mm -hmm. so he's going to come back and completely independently this is him full throttle on every in every way Yes, this is him like there's going to be absolutely no excuses. And that's why infamously he pulls that stunt that they show you from multiple different times, multiple different camera angles where Mm -hmm. he slides on a pole through sheets of glass over two stories, an 80 foot drop. 
crashing his way from the top of a mall to the bottom floor and gets up and runs. One of those times that he did that, he wrecked his body so badly he had to be taken immediately to the hospital. And the injuries, you can look them up, are like internal, external, broken bones everywhere. Mm -hmm. Shredded his hands, uh, almost shattered two of his vertebrae. It it was bad. And yet he he did it again. So that there is a take that shows that when he got to the bottom, he gets up and runs off. The making of this movie kind of, to me, means uh, if you're going to make something, you commit to it all or nothing maybe don't put your life at risk maybe uh-huh. you can not do that but um that and if you're going to put action in a movie yeah care about that craft as much as you care about writing the movie you know mm-hmm. when a person kicks a person away from them it shouldn't just be oh, we're going to have an action sequence and we're going to show off how aesthetic the main character looks with his muscles he got ripped for in order to do this and then throw a stunt double in there. It's it's a staged set of consequences that are life and death. So you have meaning behind like, kick this person, block this person, throw this person, cut. You know, mm-hmm. like these shots each have their own specific kind of design to them. And that level of care in, in each shot is something that I would hope to bring if I was to do an action sequence like that. So what would make you watch this again? I kind of want to watch it again just because we're talking about it. <laughs> just just the, 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 the high octane a- um, um, action is, is enough to make me want to watch it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, that and, and uh, just uh, Jackie Chan is like just such a personality on yeah. on screen that that i get drawn in by him yeah it's sort of the appeal of watching american ninja warrior but with an actor who draws you into caring about what happens to him right it's like he's gonna climb the side of a building and work his way in and loop his way back in between three and four different windows and hang on to the side of a bus mm-hmm. with an umbrella and like uh oh yeah like one of my favorite scenes in the entire film is is when he's making that his his ramen in mm-hmm. in 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 that police station mm-hmm. and just the amount of coordination it takes to like flip all, all all those phones and keep everything in your mind straight yep and then just the ending gag with him you using the pencils as uh, chopsticks and eating the erasers and gagging like yeah it's like nonstop, always something that that is the other thing about his his uh, his his action that i find highly entertaining is that one is is, is that when it's going it never stops it's it's never I punch you, 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 you fall down. It's, 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 I punch you, you ram, ram through glass. You punch me. I fall back on a couch that then tips over and I roll off of it and do something else. And just, it's, yeah. con- it's constantly in motion and there's always something going on. If, if it stops, it stops for a reason. And then it moves yes. into the next sequence. Yeah, for sure. I, that, that bit, you just reminded me that bit where he's making ramen and answering two separate phones at the same time and trying to keep track of who he's talking to and, Mm-hmm. Just, he's 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 kung fu fighting his office <laughs> so a, a rare uh hands down odd question is uh would nicholas cage have made this movie better i don't think so yeah. i don't see where he fits in like anywhere i mean as the villain but i think he would drive the story depending on how he played it so again so far into camp that it would mm-hmm. tip the balance or he would play it a little straight and it would, it, you might as well just not have him. Mm-hmm. 
You know, I think he would tip the tone of the movie one way or another. I don't think I think it works as being a story made in China about Chinese culture around Chinese law and the the issues that are there and what corruption yeah. is reflected there and, and there, power hierarchies and power and, and and struggles with all that. Yeah, there is a resentment sewn into this movie towards power dynamics. Yeah, and, like. like, uh, like somewhere around the time where he's taking his police chief ho- um, hostage, you get that, that little hint of uh, anti-authoritarianism. Yep. And yeah. I, it's funny. Cause that's the whole thing is he, he gets kicked out and he gets told that he's not good enough, you know, from a whole system where he's trying to succeed. And that's kind of turns out to be the story of the movie. It's, I don't know if the, how much of that is on purpose or if it's just, Oof. you know, it turns out to be what you know, but it's just getting that context really shapes that movie a lot in my head. Yeah. Um, so who, oh, who would you cast Jackie Chan as? And correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not 100% sure he hasn't already been in either the MCU or DCEU, but who would he be? He would have made an amazing Wong. I don't want to take away from benedict wong because he's awesome but if 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 i'm going with jackie chan at his age today i either put him as wong like like you said or uh not just just wong i can't see him playing a villain role i just i I can't well yeah i would just like to see him play a positive role but Mm -hmm. i i'm trying to think of the people who have not been used yet and the thing is, there just aren't that many Asian superheroes. But the thing is, he doesn't necessarily have to be. You can always tip one of them. And I think someone who has to brawl a lot and be very ready for action, I think this is going to be a weird one, but Beast from the X-Men. Mm. I think it'd be really cool. Just the choreography alone would, would, would make that entertaining. He has that blend of diplomacy and kindness. Mm-hmm. And the ability to be aggressive and destructive. Yeah. I think that might be a kind of a cool thing, you know? If Kelsey Grammer right. can do it, Jackie Chan sure as hell can do it. Not, I can see that. Nothing against Kelsey Grammer. I actually kind of, that kind of sounds like I do have a thing against Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> I thought he was great, actually. But so bang, marry, kill the main characters. If you don't marry uh, Jackie Chan, you're objectively wrong and you get kicked off the show forever. <laughs> um, well, um, bang the uh, the witness protection girl. I probably do yeah. marry Jackie Chan. Yeah, and uh, and then I kill the 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 crime lawyer villain. I w- uh, yeah, I would. It's kind of straightforward. This one actually would be probably pr- quite easy to just kind of objectively say, well. Yeah. This one character does seem to be the kind of character that is set up for a romantic fling in a movie, like a James Bond movie. And, yep. uh, you know, you're seeing but, actively uh, Jackie yeah. Chan trying to make a long-term relationship work. Yeah. I, I like, I, I would pick May, but like the way that, that, that she's played out, she's, she's a little bit too innocent and just like wholesome. To, to just be a one-off bang and I, I i would just feel bad about that well it's funny i this 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 game mm-hmm. this this that when people use this as a game it's it's a very it's usually kind of a it can be a 
destructive way of kind of objectifying people. Mm-hmm. But it's the funny thing that we were talking about in a what will be deleted scene of Batman Forever where people talk about how characters and figures and movies kind of are objects that are used to bounce off of one another to tell a story. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, uh, the whole point of this that I'm worried we'll never get to is you're supposed to be objective and it uh-huh. ends on a question that forces you to treat people as objects. I don't know. This this question is one that like I want people to have fun with, but I, it's mm-hmm. weird in a movie like this. I feel mm-hmm. like it's it's very reductive. I don't know. It's there's something about it. Okay. The, um. But yeah, so that that's. I mean, I guess that's it for, for the gauntlet. But yeah, so just. So what do you generally like? Is there anything you dislike about the movie? Um. There are a couple of bits where uh, it might just be a language barrier thing but some of the jokes just don't seem to hit for me Mm. uh like uh in the police station scene where 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 uh where chan kakui is is is, uh given the order to uh protect the witness and he's like what her you you have a problem with that no it's like that like yeah it's it's a it's a little bit funny but the the timing is a little bit off Uh, i think and there's just something like slightly off about it like he gave in a little bit too easily there is something you're right i think it's a cultural thing you're right there's this thing where uh when they're trying to make a joke about being obedient and falling in line Mm -hmm. it it's like that is that makes sense for your office culture and whatnot like that's the way that would translate in a way i think into american where it would be like just sarcasm just just no i'm right so happy to be a part of this of course i am you know like <laughs> yeah and it, it, it may be a form of sar- sarcasm for their culture and it's just not landing for us because we're not aware of that I don't yeah know. it could be but uh those 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 moments are, are few and far far between though and like, i also I'll, 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 i still think they're charming even when i'm not mm-hmm. laughing at them i still think like oh you yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I i did feel the independent budget nature of the movie i think yeah which but it's weird because police story 2 then did have a budget and, mm-hmm. but it just doesn't have that drive that is in here it's like it's it's searing what when jackie chan is like face pulsing turning red engaged on screen there's mm-hmm. like nothing like it it's uh, it's right from from what I hear with Police Story Two, they, they it got a little bit more uh, formulaic with 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 how with 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 how presented its story. It's not like Police Story One, where right 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 off the bat you're running and gunning. It takes time to build up what its plot is, and you're you're kind of like led into the story instead of just jumping into it. I reviewed that both of these on TikTok, and I remember feeling that there was a little bit more depth like there i don't think either of these movies are trying for depth i think they just have it by mm. product of what drove them to make the movie okay and that one there's some stuff that is like completely nonsensical like that doesn't work i think the way it maybe worked on the page or something like that like mm-hmm. a, a villain who just throws explosives just just yeah there you go um but but 
if you think of how we sort of uh, put the Dark Knight on a pedestal and it has this sort of undercurrent of escalation once you've had someone stand out, Uh Police Story 2 is sort of how they have Jackie Chan as the poster child for police success. And so there's sort of a weird resentment of villains and an escalation in them wanting to take down the public's positive image of the police that he stands for. He's not necessarily comfortable with standing for that after everything he went through in the first one. And so there's more going on than I think it seems based on what actually happens in the movie. But it's worth a watch. It comes in a two-pack when you get the first one. Right. So, you know, it, they didn't include the third one. And I'm not sure why. I'm not sure if that has to do with the different production company. And, like, they made the third one under a different sort of purpose. But it's still exhilarating. It's still, I'd still definitely appreciate both of them. Um, okay. Yeah. So, um, I, I, again, I think I, I might watch this again just because we're talking about it. Um, but yeah, uh, it's with the jackie chan like uh, he had a rough rough a, a rough life growing up grew up in in in, in british hong, uh, hong kong at some point his his parents put him in a boarding school because they saw him as a problem child and that's and, and it's, this is like the school of of uh, arts and discipline where uh, at this place he learned kung fu he learned how to sing he learned theater because as it turns out when you have emotional behavioral problems you don't know how to express, exploring mm-hmm. the arts and finding your way of expressing your emotions tends to be the best mental health treatment. The more you know. Yeah. And so that was basically the foundation for his work. And then after, after he, him and a few other of his uh, classmates like dropped out, he played some background roles in a couple of Bruce Lee films. I think he gets his snap neck and enter the dragon, <laughs> which then, which then leads him to, uh, What's that? Uh, first, it's like in the shadow of the dragon or something like that. Was first, and then it w- then then after that it was drunken master, and those were like his 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 claims to fame in in Chinese cinema. Mm-hmm. And and as we said before, that and after drunken master, he went to America to, to have a shot there, and all the fiasco and failure. Yep, that, that brought and that catches. Yep, mm-hmm. yeah. he, he just lives a, a, an extremely interesting life and he's an, an, an incredibly humble person for for uh for all the stuff that he's gone through so um yeah so i mean once again we are this film not rated a branch of the music city drive-in podcast network and you can find us at tfnrcmel on twitter and follow us along from there uh, I am Curtis. You can follow me at 90sGamer407 on Twitter. You can also follow me on Twitch at Merrick underscore Tainment, where uh, I stream mis- I stream miscellaneous games and I'm currently playing through Kenna, Bridge of Spirits. Uh, I'm going to try and play more of that throughout the week. Uh, if not, whenever I get some free time, we'll see how it goes. No! No!